we're on. Hello, thank you for having your dial set to Triple PBS 33.7 FM radio. The station is currently featuring a limited run of shows with a rotating chair of hosts that will be presenting to you Principles 1 through 12 of David Holmgren's text, Permaculture Principles and Pathways Beyond Sustainability. I'm joining you this week. My name is Drake, and today we're going to be talking about Principle 8 entitled Integrate Rather Than Segregate. This is a more fitting day to have the show, considering that today is Earth Day. So I wish you and anything else that's alive in your home a happy Earth Day. Hopefully this will be a good start to your day and it'll stir you to action or make you receptive of what we're going to share today. To begin to unpack all of the material and what can be absorbed from Principle 8, it begins with the old adage, many hands make light work. And the observation Principle 8 asks us to make in its beginning is that in mostly all observable patterns in nature, when you're examining the ecosystem at large, the connections between all the functioning parts of that ecosystem are just as important as the organisms themselves that are at work in the environment. This is important to note because it is not only an integral part of Principle 8, but also permaculture as a whole in terms of system design and what we should do to create systems that can sustain us sustainably. A key trait of these self-sustaining sustainable systems is that they will differ from relationships we see in nature. They won't be more predatory or competitive, but rather um, more cooperative, mutualistic, and, and symbiotic. And that is pretty much why for principle eight, we're given the icon that it's a, a top-down view of a circle of people or um, elements coming together to form a singular thing. That is the whole, that is the, the emphasis or point of integration in making these systems that work well as a whole and that um, sort of individ individualistic approach to accruing resources or making energy will be pretty pretty useless or not as efficient in walking the path to energy descent because the sum of the whole is greater than than that of the parts that's the many hands make light work that's very important for this actual integration we could observe in nature would easily be those of photosynthesis and, and respiration. Those processes, or, well, cycles, are extremely important 
for life on Earth. The plants that are created make food for animals, which then you know make the fertilizer that creates more plants, and the cycle begins over and over again. And it is it is self-sustaining. Nothing, not much is lost, and everything is done to just continue the cycle. Once we've started to understand the the complexity and the importance, well, slash codependence of of the way these systems work. Another thing to note is that each element of the system it has more than one function. It's not one dimensional in use. Um, multifunctionality is extremely commonplace in nature um pretty much like say given a, a tree a tree a tree collects solar energy it partakes in photosynthesis its leaves sometimes they're they fall off or they're eaten to maybe sustain an animal or create more organic material or once that that organic material falls off it's eaten by a, a decomposer it provides food for something else and then also you go inside the tree and say it's home to it's home to insects rodents and other things that also do things for the benefit of the tree they have that sort of uh, mutualistic relationship with each other or would pretty much become codependent at a, at that point. But in in recognizing that these resources and systems are not actually one dimensional, the trees doesn't exist solely for for itself. It does more things than that. Um, in recognizing that, one of the things we have to notice with plants, animals buildings, infrastructure, and human activity is that these things must be reassessed so maybe we can understand how they might be able to work better together and they aren't just singular fields that um, have their own separate outcome. We could actually be able to use them together in tandem with each other and get even more out of out of out of these things once we make that sort of link between them and integrate the usage of these these things in for human use and in every everyday life now that we have gone over um what it is we look for in systems and what they will should strive for in order to help us we will get to the second part of principle eight or rather the half that we're advised not to do, which is uh, segregate. And usually segregation is a, um, it's a response that humans have to maybe things that are hard to manage, or maybe it's a, for a one dimensional pursuit of a particular thing, but it's fairly outdated and overused and especially when considering how we probably should design systems and that they should be complex and intertwined 
there won't really be a space to segregate any of these things. Of course, you'd use that separation in separating, say, uh, your garden from, from your home or zoning off for land use. But in systems that we are trying to make to mitigate, um, let's say, climate change or uh, the impacts of human activity, there won't really be any room for it. So, it's, we understand it's segregation's purpose, but it won't really fit in these principles or for our uses over time. Instead, when we avoid it, that actually gives us greater opportunities to make systems that are more cooperative and integrated. And aside from a sort of garden or farming per, I guess, perspective or application, it's actually we're able to do this integration or cooperation in, in very different forms, such as, um, I'd say, maybe cooperative farms, um, eco-villages are actually a good example. That's a, usually it'll be a group of people that they maintain a part of land and then they either produce a specific thing or make something and all of their efforts go towards making a sustainable place to live in a rural area um holmgren mentions in the book that it's not a large part of australian culture but in the united states it's actually um, kind of picking up or there are places you're able to work in a commune setting where instead um, you're able to apply there's actually one i'll put the link in the um in the extended summary of this segment when I do it in, I believe it's in Virginia. There's a, um, there's a county where you can apply to be a part of a commune and the commune itself, they, they teach you all the skills that you're going to need. They teach you how to make hammocks. Um, they produce tofu that they sell to um, big box organic retailers and pretty much everything you make or your labor goes towards what the commune sends out and then they give you a, a monthly uh, stipend or regular stipend that you can save and keep while you work there and everything's pretty much free all of your housing your food it just requires that you contribute to the commune and apparently it's a it's a growing thing that happened to be in rural areas because i mean that's it's a place where you'd have more space to do that but um it's a different way to i guess um participate in in the free market or uh, probably co-op uh, capitalism but in a different way aside from just that that nine to five tax job or more freedom to it so that that's a, a thing and i'll I'll go ahead and put the, the link in here. 
And after, I guess, going over um, the more theory part about what we kind of want from systems so that way they can serve us, um, I think one of the things to talk about now instead is how to actually implement these things because that is that that's that's key and actually one of the things that i enjoy more about permaculture is that it uh it, it's concrete and it's it's a good attempt to um for these practices to be rooted in like practicality and actual application aside from other um books or ideas because well I mean, it's it's incredibly important to think about these things. Um, it's also another very important thing to actually apply these things for for the change that we we hope to achieve through it. Um, I guess also going into how the practical reasons for for doing this, um, and it's course key to the word integration is um, the idea of rebuilding community that integration between many things human activity or things that we use to serve ourselves um, it's it's incredibly important to be integrated personally you know the cooperative relationships that can spawn and bear fruit are the ones you know between people because a big part of this is, you know, mutualistic relationships that are um, where people are, are codependent on each other. Um, and it also ties it also ties back to the um, one of the main principles of permaculture itself is to care for people. That is that's one of the main three things for it. And there's there's no better way than to have these mutually beneficial relationships for your own good and also for someone else's in which they're also doing the same for you. That's incredibly important. Another thing that Holmgren outlines the importance of doing um, these more integrated relationships with each other in various parts of uh, human activity or what we do for our day-to-day -day life is also in that due to the i guess now lack of resources that human society has you know it's not as abundant as when we were exploring or seeing new places where there was there's resources everywhere and it created conflict now these more mature environments that have less resources they engage more in that um that that mutualistic um, patterns of cooperation in working with each other because now the lack of of resources we have to we have to work together as there's well, there there really is no alternative and there really isn't that much space for anyone to just accrue what they they needed in an instant now there is a a greater a greater need for that cooperation and codependence on one another. Another, um, I'd say, positive outcome of this principle or 
um, permaculture in general is one once point understanding this this principle with the um, I guess taking a new perspective towards biological systems or how we can improve them to be less wasteful um, be self-sustainable or self-sustaining and sustainable for use by by us is the better we get at at system design is we come up with better uses for optimizing land which is is key and one of the things that we we pretty much are failing to do in a um, an industrial high input consuming um, sort of society but yes i thank you for tuning in to the program i hope you enjoy the next um, part regarding principle eight and that you have an incredible earth day thank you for for being here with me and have a a great day thank you bye bye